What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. Let's get get into into this. All right, what's up, everybody? I think we're going to get the the hang of doing that the right way. We're going to hang on something. I'm telling you, man. We actually did it right again. 2023 is looking up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, after our last episode, I mean, it is looking up. Well, there's a lot of great Yeah, there is a lot of cool shit coming out. Uh, if you guys check that out uh, when you can. Yeah, man. <laughs> if, you've, if you're listening to this, you've already heard the other episode. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, we uh, we talked about all the new movies coming out, a bunch of, bunch of shit that we're excited about. TV shows, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a cool episode, man. There's going to be uh, quite a bit. I'm pretty excited for 2023. Yeah, absolutely, more, absolutely. Those, you know? I'm excited for some of the stuff that we're doing. We've been talking a lot about uh, we're going to the Haunted America Conference again this year. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, get to see some friends that we met a couple years ago and uh, hopefully meet some new friends. Yeah, yeah that's going to um, be cool. Probably hopefully... going to piss a bunch of people off, but nah. that's just what we do. Uh, <laughs> we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll find some right. people that we're going to come bring on the show, so introduce to you guys. So you can hear oh, yeah. what they're about. It's going to be a good time, man. We, we met a lot of cool people the last time we went, and we've had a few of them on the show. We have. And those episodes are awesome. We're awesome. And uh, we've actually had some of them on again. And uh, I'm telling you, it's going to be great. But yeah. um, It's going to be very cool. Yeah. Very so, cool. Uh, so how you been, brother? I've been good, man. I've been good. Tell you, are, I, uh, <laughs> things, things are up, man. Work is, uh, work is rolling, as usual. Yeah. Uh, you know, things are good at home. Yeah, man. Same thing here, dude. That's been I busy. I feel good. I'm feeling great. Great, man. Yeah. I tell you, I I know I'm one of those fucking people, but, like, I just, I've been steadily taking care of myself physically, and, man, I feel so much better. My mind's clear. Yeah. I can focus more on what I'm doing here and at the house, right. and it just, it all works out better, you know? Uh, life has been kind of weird for me. Uh, in fact, I haven't really talk to you about this but uh i have uh, been laying off the alcohol and it's weird how you know first few weeks i was like ready to you know choke somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh yeah. you know uh i it's it's weird how how better how much better i feel yeah you know hell yeah and, and i awesome. never really noticed that i really felt that bad before you know but uh you know me and the doctor got in an argument and she Fucking threw me on the floor and beat my ass. Told me I needed to quit drinking. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again, but, uh, you know, I've, I've, fuck, you might as well say I've quit because I haven't had any in a long time. It's awesome. That's awesome, man. uh, And, you know. And it's crazy, man. I I feel so much better, man. I'm not so groggy when I get up in the morning, you know, and. It's, and and trust me, I mean, I wasn't really having hangovers because I was drinking high end whiskey all the time. But you know, yeah, got a little more money in my pocket. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I you know, you, I'm dude. not not dumping three or four hundred dollars a week on alcohol. No, I wasn't doing that anyway. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, no, it's just weird. You know, my uh, my blood pressure was getting pretty damn high, and my you know, I 
fucking paranoid about it, and now it's fucking way low again. And it's awesome. I feel brother. pretty damn good. Awesome. Now, if I could just stop eating fucking Twizzlers and fucking donuts and start working out more, I'd probably <laughs> be is, all right. That is hard. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, right. man. That's hard. I uh, I, I fight the the. F- not really anymore because I've been doing, I've been doing it for oh, about three or four months now. So I'm yeah. past that initial fucking phase of that initial fuck my life phase. Yeah, you know we're like, yeah. God, I really want to fucking master's donuts. Yeah, <laughs> I had some of those yesterday. <laughs> you know. So but that, anyway, we're not here to talk about my demons. We're well, here to talk about it, other talk people's about your demons. demons. <laughs> we're here to the talk demons about that's other under your bed. <laughs> Dude, I could never have a kid, you know. Uh, my, my kid would be like, Dad, Dad, there's a monster in my closet. I'd be like, no, son, the monster's under your bed. <laughs> yes. And I can't come and help you because I don't want that fucker coming to me. Yeah, I don't want him grabbing my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of ankles, dude, I started watching... Um, ankles? <laughs> well, I watched that uh, um, Someone in Your House... Did oh, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I just about. started watching. I can't even remember. I think it's a series, right? Yes, it's a series. I just started. I'm pretty sure it is. Or is it a movie? No, it's a movie. Okay, uh, so I only if, got If we're thinking about the same thing. Yeah, about the kids that... Uh, yeah, one of them's like a football player. Yes, that yes, loves yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a movie. So that part yeah. where like they fucking... The thing slices his fucking Achilles tendons on yeah, the back. Yeah, oh, yeah. That movie's brutal as shit. <laughs> it's pretty cool oh, yeah. I was like yeah. awesome man. so I'm trying to catch up on everything guys like I I'm trying to watch some stuff that we can talk about on here and I'm trying to catch up with series and things like that and it's just it's it's getting rough but I'm get I'm getting a lot You're of stuff in there. so but that was really cool that was a good that was a good series I liked it it was enjoyable so yeah uh yeah there's been, there's been some good stuff coming out lately um there's some big there's some big ones out right now that I just have not had a chance to go see. Like, I really want to see Megan. Uh, right. You know. Uh, do the. I, you know, and dude, the fucking, we've talked to everybody a fucking about this, but the fucking preview for Evil Dead Rise. Jesus Christ. That's that's the only thing that's on my mind as far as right now is about we're really going to going to watch something. Yeah. In a theater. Yeah. That's the only thing it's yeah. on, it's like burning in my fucking brain. Um, like I cannot wait. There's a few of them coming out. No, there is a you know, there's And we talked about a lot of those yeah, on the last we're not episode. Talk about that so tonight, we're, not, but we're not getting into that again. It's just yeah. That's the only thing that's burning in my brain right now. Yeah. To that I want to see. Tonight we're gonna do something a little weird. Uh, Ryan doesn't even know what we're doing. Yeah, you said, "Hey, don't have any pants on and bring some yeah, medication." Yeah. So um, I was like, "Okay, bud, I trust yeah, you." This is uh, <laughs> this is kind of kind of a weird thing. It's not really a paranormal topic, it, but it kind of is. It, it's it's weird. It's it's creepy and weird. So it's right up our alley, and uh, it has a lot to do with us. Um, I read an article the other day uh, about this thing called the Universe 25 experiment, and uh, it really struck me. Um, and so we're going to go through some of that. I'm going to give you some of the information on it and uh, just let you think about stuff on your own and how it relates to us. Um, basically, the uh, the Universe 25 experiment was uh, started by this guy. He was an anthologist. Uh, his name was John P. Uh, Calhoun. 
And what he did is, is he was really big into, uh, like social situations and how, how humans act, you know, socially. And so he decided to do this experiment on rats and mice. Um, he started out, uh, years and years ago, back in the fifties doing experiments on rats. Um, but the actual universe 25 experiment happened, uh, in a period between the late sixties and early seventies, and it involved mice. And so that's what I kind of want to talk about now. Uh, this John Calhoun guy was born in 1917. He had been through, you know, uh, he had been a scientist for years and he had done all kinds of different experiments, but this is the, this is his big claim to fame. So, <clears throat> excuse me while I cough. Uh, yeah. Um, when I started reading through this, it just struck me, you know, so I kind of wanted us to, to talk about this. So I've, I've pulled up an article and I'm just going to read little snippets through, uh, throughout the article and I'll let you guys, you know, think about it and then we're going to discuss some stuff too uh so ryan and i are sitting here with uh one screen is talking about the universe 25 experiment <laughs> and the other screen is uh the global population now i'm trying to see if this is if that meter is really legit it seems like they're just pushing it, numbers every second it is it is um so the universe 25 experiment what this guy did is he decided he wanted to watch and observe, you know, these mice in a structured situation. So what he did is he created this habitat for these mice in a in an old barn, and it was uh, it wasn't very big. It was like. I think it was like, I, I don't know, the property he did this on with the rats was nine acres, but then he condensed it down to what I think is like a 10 by 10. Right, right. Uh, 10 by 10 by 10 cube. Enclosure. enclosure, okay. So he built this enclosure in the, in the thoughts of it would have a capacity for 3,000 mice, Okay. What he did is, is he took, he took four mice and put them in this enclosure. He put a, uh, two males and two females in this enclosure, and this enclosure was separated into quadrants. It was, it was uh, they had, he, he had built like these things, he called them apartments, and they were, they were like, you know, five or six feet tall, and they had like little rooms going up through them, and they all had spiral staircases and tunnels that these mice could climb up. And then they had little apartments, and then they had, like, segregated areas where they could go and get away or do whatever they wanted to do. So when he began the experiment, he, like I said, he, uh, I'm sorry, I said four mice. It was four pairs of mice. Um, He introduced four pairs of healthy mice into the enclosure. What's interesting is, is for the first 104 days, the mice explored their new habitat, um, marked their territory, and began building nests here and there. Uh, He said, uh, and and then after 104 days, the population began to increase. 
uh, as these mice would procreate, mm-hmm. they would have mice, and then the the females would take care of the the. I don't know what you call a baby mouse, but uh, the micelings, <laughs> I don't micelings. know. But, a baby uh, micelings. So the females would take care of these mice and raise their young and feed them, and the males would go off to protect and scavenge for food. Now, what's cool about this enclosure, what he did is he gave them a an unlimited supply of food and water. He gave them everything they would need, the only difference about this place is, is it was non-predatory. There were absolutely no predators in there, nothing that could just kill these mice off. So what happened after 104 days of these mice living in this enclosure, going about their daily lives, they started noticing that the number of mice would double. And it doubled every 55 days. So eight turns into sixteen, yeah. turns into thirty-two. Those are getting to math. You know, they're, me. they're beginning to amass. <laughs> uh, now he, like I said, he built this enclosure for for a three thousand capacity, um, but it never made it there. the The strange thing about this whole experiment is how these mice started reacting after. Things after the population started growing. So um, even when the population was well under a quarter of the enclosure's capacity, most of the mice still crowded together in select areas. Uh, one thing that they noticed is there were several, several mice that would, they would form these cliques, and they would stay together, and they had all these feeders all the way around the place, but they would notice that, like, they would have 10 mice feeding out of one feeder, and then there'd be several feeders that were empty, and then another feeder would have another 10 or 15 mice at it. They realized that these mice were, were social eaters. They wanted, to, they wanted to eat together. Right. And, you know, and basically form neighborhoods, I don't colonies yeah, yeah. or whatever. So... Uh, they would share their activities. Uh, so mice would group together during feeding times. Uh, even though there was plenty of space to eat by themselves, they just, a lot of them wouldn't do it. Uh, by the 315th day, the population reached 620 mice. So that's 315 days. They went from eight mice to 620 mice. That's a, lot, Fuck yeah. that's a lot of humping going on there, A whole buddy. lot of humping going whole on. A whole lot of humping. Uh, crowd, uh, crowding behavior, uh, discouraged mating, uh, heavily contributing to dropping birth rates. Uh, what happened was as the population started growing, uh, some of these mice would not want to mate anymore. They wouldn't want to reproduce. Right. So what they started noticing is, is how we were telling you the the – the population would double every 55 days. Well, once it hit the 315th day, it slowed down to, you know, just a few births every few days, you know, not Mm. the doubling aspect that was going on. Um, But uh, the crowding behavior discouraged the mating. uh, And uh, like I said, the the birth rates were dropping. they coined this place. It was called Universe 25. This is what this guy called it. <coughs> um, what's, what's strange is, is that the 315th day, 
he started noticing that now it's going to start to begin its slow decline. Um, so the, the, I'm just going to read through this paragraph here. It said that there was a, a prominent social ladder quickly took shape. Within the male population, the most dominant mice were characterized by their extremely aggressive behavior, and so-called alpha mice uh, would often engage in wildly violent bloodbaths, proceeding to attack, rape, and even practice cannibalism at the expense of their peers. Uh, Disturbingly, these violent outbursts usually had no clear provocation or motive. So here we are, the population has grown to not even a third of what he thought it would be, and we're already starting to see issues. Right. Um, some of these mice are starting to dominate others. Um, the the female females would separate themselves. They would go into hiding. These males would actually follow them into the burrows, which in the, in the mice culture... That doesn't typically happen. The males will not follow a female right. into her burrow. Um, in here, they were following the females into their burrow, and they would end up, if, if she didn't want to put out, they made her put out. Right, right. And so they would end up raping her, and sometimes they would even eat her young. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I get that. You know, mice are wild, you know. But uh, as as time went on, these mice became more aggressive, and then <coughs> you had uh, you had these women, women. <laughs> you had these female mice that were trying to hide in seclusion. Well, they got to the point where they didn't even want to take care of their young. So a lot of times they would try and move their babies, but they would only move a few of them and just leave the the others there to die or whatever. Right. Now they're not in a huge enclosure, but they're leaving these these babies unattended. Uh it was really really weird they were talking about some of these dominant males would get to the point where after so long they didn't even care who they were having sex with. They started having sex with the females, other males. I mean, Sounds like a Tuesday night. Yeah, sounds like a Tuesday <laughs> at Ryan's house. But uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum, though, there were uh, the least socially adept mice uh, who were completely excluded from mating. They spent their time moving between larger groups of mice, eating and sleeping by themselves. Occasionally, these mice would, would also fight one another. <laughs> so... The reason why I wanted to talk about this is it, it, there's there's a lot of parallels between what was going on here and what happens in our larger cities with humans. Yeah. You know, you put too many people in a city and you're you're going to cause problems. Well, some some people are going to thrive, but others are Well, it's just like it, it's just like um you know, people so, you, say you had 3,000 people in the place, right? We had 3,000 people in one area, right? At least 100 of those people are going to be assholes. At least. Probably more. And, um, you know, I think that humans, as it sounds like in a lot of other animal right. natures and everything like that, are tribal people. 
you know, you want to feel like you belong somewhere. You want to feel like you, you know, for the majority. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there with the call, like the Ronins, you know, who right. they travel on their own path and do their own thing, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, that's not a life no one really wants to live. You know, people don't really want to be alone. Well, and some people want to live that life. Right. I mean, uh, I get what you're saying, but like, like what was happening here where you had some of these mice would segregate themselves from the rest of the rest of the pack. Right, right. You know, we have that stuff happening now, too, where you've got certain people that just don't want to be in that social situation. You know, uh, there were... There were stories, as I was going through some other articles on this, there were stories about how some of these mice would, uh, they were afraid to be around other. Oh, and it, yeah, there's definitely people who other, are. Other groups like that. And like some of these mice, um, one of the things they talked about was they had they had these mice that he, he called the beautiful ones. And basically these mice were the only ones in the group and it was not very many of them, but they would like, they were constantly grooming themselves and keeping themselves looking good. And they didn't, they didn't fall into these clicks with these other mice and they kind of kept to themselves. And, you know, um, it's very interesting that a mice, uh, that a mouse would do this, you know? Yeah. You know, I I mean, we can only understand so much because realistically we have no idea what a mouse thinks or how a mouse, we don't. you know, what they see, what they don't see. Like we really don't know any of this stuff. And, um, but just from what I see in the world and what's going on and everything like that, like, yeah, the, the humans are very tribalistic right? with everything, you know, when it comes to politics or religion or whatever it may be, yeah. just living life in general, you want to talk to people who you can talk to. You know, you don't want to sit there and have to argue people all the time. And it's not, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily good for you to sit there and talk to people who fucking argue with you all the time. And just, it's not good mentally or physically for you. Well, then why the fuck do we keep getting together? I'm telling you, (laughs) we spend the first 10 minutes we get together fucking cussing each other out. No shit. No. But fucking uh, fart in your general direction. Yes. And just cup it and throw it at you. <laughs> Take a whiff. Take a whiff. But no, I think that, um, and that's and that's like, that's like whenever it's something else I think about too is how quickly people can come together. Um, if you look at like um, just in okay in the horror gen- world, mm-hmm. you know, with scary movies or anything that's creepy, you know, you go to and we won't go too deep into this, but we kind of figured that out. Going to a haunted attraction. Right. You go to a haunted attraction, and you may be there, and there may be some a group of other people who are there. And then you guys wind up being pushed together into this uh, group, whatever situation you got to do. Situation you got to be put yeah. in. And you guys wind up sticking together the entire time, right. trying to figure things out and trying to get out of there. And we're talking, you got and the stoners, you got the jocks, you got the socials. Yeah, whoever. All together. Yeah. <laughs> all Greasers, together. all that. Anyway, they could all be together, and you get put in a situation, and you have to work together. And it, and it brings you together. Right. You know, and it happens just like that real yeah. quickly. And um, I think that um, that's just the way that, and it's kind of sounding like some animals are the same way. That's right. just the way that, what for whatever what reason, that's how we're wired, you yeah. know. And yeah. um, Well, and that, you know, and that's what happened with this is basically it took three years to run through the cycle. And it was all the way from the start with eight mice to the last mouse dying. And there was no outside interruption at all. It was just the rise of their 
and look at hierarchy yeah. and then the the fall. Well, if you look at look at the Romans, the Romans, everything, yeah. and you know. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up, um, there's a lot more to this. If you guys get in. Look for the article. Look for an article called Universe 25 Experiment. It's very cool, and there's a lot of stuff. I mean, because he talks about how they have different phases, you know, like the procreation phase. And then he said there was actually two death phases. There was the first death and then the second death. The first death is where they lose their motive or their drive their drive for anything they stop procreating they stop being social they just don't do anything right and then the second death is of course when they actually die Die. um what was what was really cool about this is when you get down to the end of it he talks about some of the mice so the experiment ended when the last male mouse died i mean because there's no more procreation you've got nothing but females and there's not many of those left either right so <laughs> he had taken some of some of the mice out, uh, some of the beautiful ones that I was talking about earlier. He had taken some of them out and tried to start a new colony, a new colony with them, and nothing ever happened because they had already lost their drive, right, and their motivation to procreate and all that. Wow. So yeah, it's very very crazy. So. I brought this up for a reason, and on our other screen, we've got the uh, the world population uh, counter going on, and I, I wanted to bring this up because I'm just going to throw this out there right off the bat, okay? So right now, the world population, the global population, is just over 8 billion, okay? Um, just in like the Universe 25 experiment... He had a capacity of 3,000. Right. Okay. The biggest it ever got was 2,200. And then it would start going backwards. He did this experiment two or three times, and it never would reach capacity. Right. It would always die out around right. 2,000. So looking at this, he in Universe 25, he had a capacity of 3,000. What's, what's the capacity of the Earth? Yeah. You know, I mean, if you think about it, honestly, we could take the entire population of the Earth right now and stand them shoulder to shoulder, and it'll fit in Texas. Right. Well, so, I don't yes. know that they'd fit in Texas. Yes. Yeah, they've done. But, they've they've already talked about it. the entire <coughs> the entirety of the Earth could fit, fit shoulder to shoulder in Texas. Okay, that sounds crazy. They just, but they okay, just, they just talked about that on the podcast. Okay, right on. Right on. To. Well, the reason why I, I wanted to talk about the global population is, is one of the things while I was looking at that uh, that a lot of people don't know, and I'm going to throw this number out there, and you're going to think this is unbelievable. 6%. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. The amount of people that are alive on the earth right now right. are 6% of all the humans that have ever lived on earth. Right. Okay, I know that sounds crazy, but sometime around the 1800s, the global population took a huge boom. Okay, we went from a global population of several million to all of a sudden we're hitting a billion. We're hitting two billion. It's because aliens came and Uh, dropped off all the extra people. Well, what happened was is between. Well, 
I'll have to scroll down here. If you look at the timeline here, so this is the global population. We know you guys can't see this, but look at where it jumped. Right. Um, there was a there was a thing that like we hit we hit six billion in nineteen seventy three, and then hit another seven or hit seven billion in nineteen eighty seven. I think it was is what they were saying. So, and now we just hit eight billion in twenty twenty two. So what they think is is we're probably going to hit nine billion come twenty twenty eight, and we probably won't hit ten billion until twenty fifty eight. I blame it on cocaine and Viagra. Well, what's weird is, is we had this huge <laughs> boom during the late eight during the eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. At one at one point, the global population was growing at a rate of two percent a year. Well, now it's slowed down. Well, yeah. Again, trying to get rid of us. <laughs> now, now we're growing at a rate of like 09 percent a year or something like right. that. Um, nobody really knows why. Is it because of places being overpopulated? I think it's a big. I think it's a big thing you know. of. Uh, honestly, with population, I think it's a big thing that has to do with um, governments controlling the population. Well. Helping, helping curve that number. So which there, talked about. there's that, and then what if, what if the global population is kind of getting to the point where these mice were? I mean, I hear what you're, you're saying. To the point where you lose your drive, you lose your, you know, look yeah, at, said, look at but, the number of people. Like for instance, myself, I'm 51 years old, never had any kids. Right. I think it, but I, you know, there's a lot of people in my. You know, that just, ah, well, I don't need kids, you know. I think there's a big difference in the big difference between in this experiment and us as humans is that there's a lot more in the, that comes into play in a factor for our situation than that situation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like mice have no, you know, there's no, there's no other form. So that guy, they, who ha- did the they have nothing to, you know, no medical intervention, exactly. no nothing. There's you know? nothing else. There's no governments telling them what to do. Right. There's no, there's no, no one else putting a hand. He wasn't like, you know, putting a hand in there and kind of messing with this to make sure this doesn't happen. Right. You know, like, like if you look at the China's one, one child policy, they yeah. didn't have that in this, you know, right. things like that. Well, and then let me scroll up here. Cause if you look at it, you know, you look at global population, we just said it's a little over 8 billion. Well, there's 1.4 billion in China alone. Right. And that's if you believe those numbers. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, it, it's a, it's a rough estimate. I mean, exactly. they can't count everybody. But. Right, right. But you know, I think that um, just that's just the way that's the way that humans are. And I think that when you live, like you said, you have these popu- certain populations. They're going to do certain things, you know. Right. And um, I think that <laughs> I think that's why whenever you live. Um, this experiment shows that whenever you live in a smaller population, mm-hmm. people are a lot nicer. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is, is that when you live in a smaller population, you kind of understand the importance of having other people. When you live right. on top okay. of yeah. when you live yeah. on top of other each other, like in China or New York, even New right. York City, when you're living on top of each, people in New York City are assholes to each other. 
Yeah. Because they're on top of each other constantly. They don't. The, people look like they're everywhere. But when you live in a smaller a smaller place, you know, you you kind of understand that uh, we need other people to survive. And right. you know, if I live in a small town and I see you drive by, I'm gonna wave at you because I know, hey, man, someday I might need his help or he might need that right. help. We live right. here together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, that, as far as the experiment goes, things like that, I think that, and that goes into what I, with what I said. So like there was a major disaster, you know, let's say, you know, something I love, I love apocalyptic movies. I love, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so like if there was a disaster, you're going to, when you find someone, you're going to stick with them. Yeah. They're valuable to you. Right. It's a it's a value thing, you know, and you understand. Hey, I need you to survive. You need me to survive. So that's what we're going to do. And um, I see what you're saying with the with the connection here, um, as far as that goes. And what's really what's really stunning about this is not necessarily the numbers and why we're at where we're at as humans, but the fact is how the actions that are taken. We act the same as they act. Right. They're just on a smaller scale. Right, exactly. And that's what I was getting at uh, with this. The, these mice were doing the exact same things that we do every day. You yep. know, we form cliques, you know. Right. You and I, we have a clique. You right, know, right, we don't right. want to be around anybody else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, you know, I mean, you think about, think, think back, or maybe you're still, but think back when you were in high school. You hung out with a certain group of people. Right. Nobody else, I, I'm not saying that nobody else mattered, but they weren't your people. Yeah. And these mice were doing the same thing. They were huddled up in groups. Right. You know, they weren't just like, you know, and then there were some that were shunned because of some reason or another, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and the same thing happens in the human population. Right. The reason why I wanted to get into this is, is when, when, when's it going to stop, you know? <clears throat> when you look at this number clicking away up here. Yeah, see, and here's my thing with all this. When you get the numbers, like, it's hard for me to believe that anyone is going to be able to look at those numbers. You see how quickly these numbers are changing? Right. Well, there's no it, fucking it, it, way. So, what the, it, this is an algorithm. 100%. Uh, it, it, this is an algorithm. It's there's not somebody estimate. out there counting, you know. And that's my whole point. Like, it kind of is like, uh, I hear a lot of people that travel a lot when listening to podcasts. There's mm -hmm. podcasts, big podcasters, people who travel all the time. And they're yeah. like, man, when you leave the big cities, there's a lot of open space out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot absolutely. of open space out absolutely. there. Absolutely. But what I'm getting at is these people that are in a city, okay, it really makes you look at it. If you think about what was going on with these mice in their own little city, right? and then a place like St. Louis in their own little city. Right. Well, you got to look... You can uh, you can understand so let's say, where the conflict's coming from we'll, we'll and put, like I'll why there's it, so much murder and so much right you know. and I'll put it like like I said I'll put it like this let's say you, if you leave your big cities it's not that bad out there no it's not that's why you, I live here and that's what I'm trying to say like a lot of people who live in these cities they don't understand but like let's say the population of the earth like I said. Someone could check me out on that, but I'm almost a. Th I'm like 99% sure that they were talking about that. You can mm -hmm. fit every person in the world, shoulder to shoulder, in Texas. So well, Texas is a big motherfucker. That being said, say you did that, right? Let's say everybody was in Texas. It would seem like it's the end of the fucking world every day. 
but then yet there's all this open all this open space it depends on where you what you like you said this experiment took place in a small area right so that's what it's about and um i know he say his name a lot but joe rogan was talking about this he's like i feel like when you live in big cities you're just there's just too many people right you're on top of each other and people don't fucking feel you you lose you don't feel safe well, not only that, but you lose you lose the um, aspect of like I was saying earlier. You lose the aspect of how important people are. Yeah, how yeah. important your community is to you, and like everyone's like, "Oh, you got to be open and open to everyone." Do I, I don't think that's necessarily true. No. I think you should be maybe ex- you should be accepting to everyone. Right. As far as like you do you, bro. I'm gonna do me. We're cool. Just turn down that fucking radio. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't ever say that. But uh, no, you do you. I'll do me. Right. And we're fine. Right. I don't have to let you into my life. Right. But I can't say, hey, you're all right. I accept you what you're doing. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Go live your life. Be good. But I don't have to let you in my clique. Right. I don't have to let you into my group because my group doesn't function with your group. Right. You know? That's like for me. Right, right. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? exactly what was happening So, like, I'm a horror head. You're a horror head. We love Mm -hmm. horror movies. We love the macabre. We love crazy shit. But we're not out there fucking killing people. Right. Well, but a lot of people don't fucking like that. Right. You know, like I have my some, wife doesn't care for it. Well, I have some people who will say, oh, you're going to hell for that, that I know. And I'm like, no, nah, you know, I'm going to hell for some other things. That yeah, that'd, be, that'd be the least of the thing. Yeah. No, but like, you know, I'm still fine with them. Right. I can't bring right. them to fucking dinner with my other friend. I can't take them to the Honda America conference with me because they're judgmental fucking people. Yeah. You know, or they say, I don't want to be around that. Right. And that's kind of right. how it is. And you know what? Right. I think that's fucking fine. I think it's fine that people are clicking up and people have their own shit. I don't think you should have to let everyone in your shit. Because you know what? Drama and stress and all that bullshit is not good for you, man. No. It's not good it's for not. your mental. It's not good for your psyche, man. People are like, oh, you got to open your mind and get away from just... Now free your mind. Yeah. It's like my mind is fucking really free. But also I'm strong enough to understand that I don't need certain motherfuckers around me all the time. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Otherwise, you get this. When they have to be around yeah. each other, yeah. that's when you start fucking killing motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> and that's when you start beating yeah. motherfuckers' ass. You know? And I Absolutely. think that's just the way it, way it is. And um, I think a large majority of people in this world get together quite well. For the amount of fucking people there are in this world. For the 8 billion people that are living on this planet. A majority of people get along very well. Oh, yeah. And we get along very civilly. Yeah. I think so. Now, is there a lot of violence and shit? Yeah. Absolutely. But for the most part, that's like, I'm not going to go too far in this, but that's like with, you guys know me, when it comes to guns, Second Amendment, I'm a fucking firm believer in it, a thousand percent. If there was a gun problem in the U.S., there's more guns than there are people in the United States. Right. If, if everybody who owned guns was a problem... We'd have a lot of dead motherfuckers in the world. Right. I mean, the United <laughs> right. States population would yeah. probably be cut in half very quickly. Yeah. But us, those of us who are Second Amendment people like that, we're not like that. No. So that's why people aren't getting shot every fucking day around where we live at. Right. There's a lot of people around this motherfucker where we live that yeah. own a shitload of guns. Me being one of them. But uh, when's the last time you've seen some people get shot around here dead? All over the place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that it's the it's the mental thing you're talking about, like with with the experiment you're talking about. Right. You know, when you're living on top of each other, that's the way it's going to be. Absolutely. You know, you, you can't live like that. Now, with the population growing, 
I don't know what that cap would be. I don't know if we're actually going to yeah, reach. Yeah, and, and, and there may never be a cap. Exactly. You know, there there may not. I, it just after reading through this article and thinking about global population the way it is, and it's like, you know, because I remember, you know, I'm old. I grew up in the seventies. You know, um, growing oh, up in the seventies, I mean, the world was a lot different place, but we still had the same issues. Right. You know, we right. still had people dying, people getting killed, you know. People doing stupid we had, shit. We had serial killers. Right, you right, know. right. We had cereal, too, which I ate a lot of. Wasn't as good as the cereal now. I don't know. Pretty damn good. <laughs> Fucking Captain Crunch ain't changed much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy how we all, how we all act. And I think that goes into... <laughs> the multiple conversations we've had with people about how I feel, like you kind of agree with me on it, that we're all connected, really. Right. You know, um, I think that, um, I think that, so let's go back to before there was electricity. I think that people. Which in the grand scheme of things wasn't that long ago. Right. I think people are a lot more connected. So I was thinking about this the other day because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and they've been talking about like the Egypt and the and the pyramids mm-hmm. and how the Mayans built this oh and God. the and the Egyptians built this and the and this is built and they're like oh how did they do that that far away from thousands thousand miles away from they're building the same thing and stuff I think that humans were a lot more connected back then I think they were more telepathically mm-hmm. connected than we think yeah. um, I think that the internet and, and I think all, we've lost a lot of that that's what I was getting ready yeah. to say the the internet and the electric waves are, are disrupting mm-hmm. our ways that we used to connect. And I think that um, we could, I'm not sure how, but I think we could communicate through vast distances mm-hmm. a lot easier than when there wasn't that interference. And I think... That makes a lot of sense. And I think that, you know, um, like, uh, so um, we talk about high think and stuff like mm-hmm. that. There's, an, there's another experiment with rats. I think we may have talked about it. I don't, I don't know for sure, but yeah. anyways, there's another experiment with rats they did. They put these rats in these, into these mazes, right? And they put cheese at the end of the maze, and the rat had to get to where the cheese is at. Right. Well, once the rat found out where the cheese was at and got to the cheese, the rat next rat could find it that much more quicker. The next rat after that, a lot more uh, quicker. Huh. And yeah. it's in their DNA. They did the same experiment. And across country, they had another ones, and the ones across country were figuring out quicker. Wow. So <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, that's like with the acacia trees. I think we talked about that, yeah. how they yeah. change the taste. So mm-hmm. like if a, if a um, giraffe is eating one, the rest of the acacia trees around them will change the fucking taste of their, of their leaves right. to fucking make it bitter so they wouldn't eat them. Physically change it. Yeah. They would communicate through the ground. So, I mean... That's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know? What's and to say that we couldn't do that at one time? 100%. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, we probably could could communicate way, way better back then. Right. You know? Um, then again, it could also have been aliens that helped <laughs> yeah, us do could everything. Have been. Could have been. Which, dude, it's so, it's so funny. <laughs> I was strolling down the rabbit hole of YouTube. and Ooh, uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> I run into this video that Elon Musk now knows how... And why the pyramids were built. <laughs> I was like, what? Interesting. I watched a couple minutes of it, and then I was like, I got to turn this off. <laughs> I, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. 
Oh. That's like everybody's talking about Elon Musk being super smart. I got, I got a conspiracy theory, theory about that. I think that he's Maybe already, he's not smart? No, I think he is. I think he already fucking put that chip in his brain. That um, Oh, that, yeah. That, uh, the meta chip? Meta chip thing he's talking about. Is. I think maybe he's already put it on himself. The Neuralink. Neuralink, that's what it is. Yeah, Neuralink. Neuralink yeah. I think he may have already used it on himself. And I think that when he, if you notice when he speaks to people, he talks a certain way. And I think that's him trying to compute how to talk to people and then be able to understand it. Well, he does think he's smarter than everybody else. I mean, I mean, it seems to be, and maybe he is definitely smarter than I am. Well, I couldn't fucking do the shit that he's done. But you know, nor would I want to. You oh, know. fuck no, dude. I don't need any kind of... My brain going anywhere else right now. It fucking goes 90 to nothing enough as it fucking is. But anyways, yeah, man, I mean, I've been on a kick with that fucking alien shit because a lot of people have been talking about it, like the, the way the pyramids and, like, different locations in the world that the pyramids have been, right? you know, yeah, built. The Aztecs or right. the Mayans or whatever, and then, I mean, thousands of miles away... They're building the same type of thing. Yeah. You know? You know, you really, if you ever get the chance, uh, Ancient ancient Aliens did a a special that was like four hours long called Declassified. Yeah, I think I seen that. Oh, dude. It was really good. Really good. Yeah, man. But that Giorgio Sokolov, I just love that guy, man. He is fucking out there, but (laughs) he's out there. That's our type of people. But I was like, man, I'd love to just sit down and talk to him for a while. You know, yeah, man. I said I'm gonna send him a message. Well, yeah, we'll Giorgio, if you're out there, get a hold of it. Here, what? we'll do it telepathically, telepathetically, telepathetically. But uh, no, we'll uh, we'll talk about it after here because I want to, I want to, I want to go to, I want to try to go to a big convention sometime. I want to go, dude. You're gonna think I'm crazy. I want to go to one of those fucking big UFO conventions out in like Nevada and shit, where yeah. fucking George Knapp is. Fuck and yeah, that'd be badass. Stuff. I'd love to fucking go to one of those sometime. Ah yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff to be done. A lot of stuff to be done. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that's a crazy experiment. And I mean, but yeah, it, yeah, it job. was just kind of a cool little thing. That I just happened to fucking. Yeah, Bump there's a lot of crazy experiments out there. We can get into the, some of that stuff too. We what we should do is get into those sleep deprivation um, experiments. Oh they yeah, do. that's what like we really that need Russian to. sleep yes. deprivation. Yeah, we, need to, we actually need to do an episode. Let's do that next week. Okay, we can do that. That'll be fucking uh, cool. We still need to get into our uh, fucking Project Montauk and oh all that yes, too. yes, yes, yes. Uh, because we've been talking about that for months and so we got some fucking planning. And, we got know, some planning to we, do. We got we got plans. Got plans. We got some shit we got to plan. But out, yeah, so. um, yeah, yeah. Fun times, fun times, times, guys. Good times. So now you guys know we're all connected. Now go home. Now stop doing this. Stop listening to this and go and think. No, about No, don't stop listening to this. <laughs> think about how everything is connected, guys, and then yeah. try to live the rest of your life. Connect your. Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I, won't, I won't go there. Yeah, guys, that's the mice it for, were going there. Though. <laughs> that's it for tonight. But uh, you know, we're gonna keep on putting this. Yeah, stuff we out know. We, uh, uh, we know this is kind of a weird episode, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. We have our own podcast, and we yeah, want to talk we about can something. talk whatever the 
talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, It's boy. almost like we have our own fucking podcast. <laughs> we, we got can... our own platform to get our fucking bullshit out to the masses. Holy shit. <laughs> Check us out. Uh, right on, guys. We Check love us you, out, fam. Horror Chronicles at gmail.com. Yes, man. Guys, get a hold of us. We really want to get some of these people Yeah, definitely. On. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, email those Horror Chronicles podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I will give you a Facebook page, but Facebook told us to fuck off, so we're not on Facebook anymore. But we are on Twitter. You can find us at the Horror Cron. That's H O R R O R C H R O N. Um, You can get a hold of us there. I'm on there quite a bit. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we still got the Facebook group, um, but you know nobody goes there. (laughs) So yeah, uh, get a hold of us. Yeah, guys. We'd love to talk to you. We love you guys. We're going to, we're working on doing our own website. We're going to bounce. Working on doing our own website. So it'll be in the process. It's in the process. So, all right, guys. We love you, horror fam. And uh, thank you for your support as always, man. And keep on spreading the word out there. Keep on, keep on. But more importantly, as always, until next time, keep keep it creepy. creepy.